Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Woof, woof. Joseph, 65, in Austin, Texas, kicking off the greatest podcast ever, The Dogs. Welcome to The Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Zach Kopp, Justin Charles, and Josh All. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Dogs. Uh, this is Josh All hosting in place of Blake, who decided that apparently we get our birthdays off here at the Dogs Podcast. None of you guys told me two weeks ago. But. Yeah, nobody told me back in May, but no big deal, you know, whatever. <laughs> hey, but, uh, you know, Blake makes his own rules, so I'm just kidding. Happy birthday to Blake. I uh, hope you're keeping your birthday balls fresh or some of that Manscaped Crop Preserver deodorant, whatever you're doing out there today. It's a hot one. So I'm joined here, as always, with Justin Charles and as sometimes with right. Zach. <laughs> yep, I made it today. <laughs> All right. So thanks for thanks to Joseph from Austin, Texas, for that sweet intro. If you would like to get an intro on the show, head to thedogspodcast.com. Click the send voicemail option in the menu. Remember to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Please subscribe on YouTube. I just looked up some stats this weekend. 85% of our views on YouTube are not subscribed. Wow. So think about yeah. that. Only 15% of our views out there are subscribers. So if you're checking out the show and you like what you're hearing, just click that subscribe button. It's That's free. Easy. It doesn't cost you anything. Easy. Yeah, just, yeah, it's pretty simple. Just you know, hover over that red button, click it, and you can also click the bell so you uh, never miss a new episode. Uh, if you just want to listen to us while you're driving or mowing or whatever you're doing, uh, you can download the shows on Apple, Spotify, Google. And if you are on Apple, please leave us a five-star review because... Those help us get discovered by other Browns fans like you guys. All right. So this week has also been our first week of the brand new content for our new dog pack community. So if you want to check that stuff out, head over to jointhedogs.com. Become a member to access exclusive content that you can't get anywhere else. So like I said, we just kicked things off this week. There's not a ton of content available yet, but we are releasing new content every week. And it all starts with our new Dogs After Hours show. So like today, whenever this episode is over, we're going to leave the cameras rolling for another 20 to 30 minutes and, you know, whatever happens, happens. But most importantly, becoming a member of the dog pack is also a great way to support the show so that we can continue producing great Browns content for you guys. And lastly, remember to head over to thedogspodcast.com slash schedule to cast your votes on what games you think the Browns will win this year. And of course, I'm hosting producing and i don't have <laughs> yeah, anything like ready to go yeah. i'm just keeping this chair hot over yeah, here that's yeah. about all i got going on all right but all right so here we go fan schedule predictions the current i think last week we were at 15 and 2 yeah yep this week we're at 14 and 3 okay okay yeah so the green bay game on christmas has now become a loss for the browns okay mm. i mean i that game will be definitely a lot tougher if Aaron Rodgers is playing. I completely <laughs> agree with you. I think uh, it's a so, flip either way. Like, yeah, either so that we'll game's see. tough or Denver's tough. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know, you depending know on what works. he decides to do. Yeah. Maybe he'll retire, and then neither one of those games are going to be tough. Right. So, so, yeah, I mean, that one there is kind of a wait and see. But 14-3, and three, I'm not complaining about that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 14-3 yeah. and three is like most wins we had from, you know, 99 to what? Last year, <laughs> right? So yeah. that's awesome. So um, yeah, yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah, the, the the record thing. I mean, I know that a lot of fans are hyped right now, and you know, four or fourteen and three, fifteen and two. That'd be awesome. It's very difficult to go an entire NFL season and lose two games. I know. Games. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, the it, way that you got injuries that could come up that it's going to play a factor in this season. You know, 
does anybody, you know, play guys a little bit less during the regular season, the beginning of the year, because they want them to be more fresh, not get them hurt since we got that extra game now in the season. It's going to be, uh, you know, it could be a different type of NFL season that we're seeing. Yeah. So just, just keep that in mind when you're thinking about the schedule and you're, you're making your predictions over at the dogspodcast.com slash schedule. Um, I'm not saying you need to pick the Browns to lose a lot of games. Don't hear what I'm not saying right. because I right. think we're going to be really good this year. Yes. But, you know, last year we were really good too. We went 11-5. Defense is a lot better this year, but you got to look at the teams we're playing. A lot of them are just as good as last year, if not better. You right. Know, everybody's yep. trying to improve from year to year. So we'll see what happens in the preseason with injuries because there's always Achilles and ACLs that happen pretty much day one. Yeah. So. yeah, fingers crossed that doesn't happen to us this year. One team not getting better, the Texans. Hey, so we'll be okay. <laughs> right, yes. Yes, that's one team that's going <laughs> one, the other way. One team not doing that, so. Right, yeah. Never right. know, maybe Deshaun Watson will end up in Denver. He might be the next Denver, you know. I, yeah. That's where everybody, also, wants, everybody wants to go to Denver yeah, all of a sudden, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I don't know why. I can think of one reason, but I'm not going to say well, that's more of a dog's <laughs> after hour show thing, kind of, but, you know, whatever. Right. What, it's not the wide receivers? It's not the wide receivers, no. Okay. no. All, right. All right, let's uh, let's do a little listener mailbag quick here. Listener mailbag. All right. Now let me pull up the, the voicemail. You're doing great, yeah. All right, our first voicemail. This one's a little... This one goes back to what we did last week with our keep uh, keep trade cut scenarios. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. But this voicemail, as I drag this out, is from Tennessee Dog. Stop dismantling the Browns and let's enjoy the fact <laughs> after a lifetime of futility, we have a team that is coming together regardless of how they may fall apart. <laughs> okay. okay, first okay. of all, that, yeah. that's got to be a true Browns fan right there. Stop bashing our team, regardless of how they're probably going to end up. Got music it. and TV or something in the background. Yeah, that, that, was our, yeah. that was our podcast in yeah. the background. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think he just got done listening to him. was so fed up he had to. Right. So, what I'll say for Tennessee Dog is I'm completely with you, man. Like, <laughs> even if they're like going to be, I remember before the 0 16 team, like before they started, I was like, oh, this team, the roster is not, you know, great, but. Maybe they'll surprise some people, make the playoffs. Right. Every year is like that. So yeah. I get it. Um, you know. Yeah, I mean, in no way, shape, or form are we saying that we wanted any of these scenarios that we did to happen. And maybe, you know, we could have been a little more clear, I guess, that we <laughs> thought that, you know, we didn't we didn't want any of these situations to happen. Obviously, we want to keep everybody. everybody. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think that's the goal of every NFL team. You look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they just brought back every single starter. That never happens. Um, yep. You know, so we uh, we want to just, we wanted to do something. We did it last year. Um, it was just an episode where we wanted to see, you know, kind of how, what would you do in those scenarios if you had to make that decision? You know, which position do we think maybe is more valuable to the team with everything else that we have currently on the roster? So it, um, we didn't mean to upset you there, Tennessee Dog. You know, we or anybody else that went. Yeah, the there was quite a few people YouTube. out there. Yeah, especially on YouTube that were not yeah. thrilled with our cut and trade uh, picks. Which I honestly, to anybody out there that was a little confused or upset or anything about last week's episode, we weren't actually saying to cut or trade anybody. Right. It was basically a prioritization exercise, saying, okay, basically rank these guys of importance in this scenario from one to three. Right everybody's important. We love this team. I don't want to cut or trade anybody on this team. Yeah. It was all about your you know, opinion, who you would keep out of that scenario. And those three guys, exactly. You had, you had to keep one. You were only able to keep one, right. You know, in that scenario. And I think that, you know, I don't, some people might've thought we were thinking, Oh, these are a deal that's going to have to go down. Yeah. And yeah, if I that's think, the case, 14 and three is way too high on our yeah. priority list. Yeah. There. So if we, if we do something like that again next year, maybe we change the name a little bit. I mean, it was basically like, like our first scenario, Baker, Chubb, Ward, it was kind of like, hey, if you've got to re-sign these three guys, who are you calling in, in the office first? Yep. We want them all. We want all three of these guys, but it was, you, you prioritize that that franchise quarterback yep. is what we came up with. From what I read, uh, sounds like 2020, don't do that. <laughs> sounds like sounds like we got to come up with a new episode next year. Right. Yeah. 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 Leave that one out. Yes. Right. 
All right, so we'll do our next voicemail. Came in from the website. If you want to leave a voicemail, head to thedogspodcast.com, like I said earlier, and just click send voicemail in the menu. This one is from Troy in Cleveland. Hello, this is Troy Kozlowski calling again. I just wanted to see your guys' uh, takes on uh, who you think should and will get the starting job out of Greedy William and Greg Newsom. Um, my take on it, honestly, is... I hope and think that Greedy will get the starting job. Um, not to take anything away from Greg Newsom. He's phenomenal. He's our first overall pick, and I'm sure we're going to use him at some point. Yeah, I think we will. It's a really good question. Mm-hmm. Really good. It is. So I kind of know where I'm leaning on this. Do you guys have an opinion quick? You want to go first? I do have an opinion. Okay. Um, I know this sounds crazy, but from what I'm hearing, I think Newsom might steal that job. I knew I knew that's going to go to camp. And they said, you know, obviously uh, greedy is limited, you know, in the mini camps right now, but um, from what I'm hearing, it's going to be very, very close. They, I mean, they're both very gifted. They're both very good, but I think just Newsom is going to be different. He's going to be something special. Um, I could be wrong. Um, I guess that's a great. Yeah. I, I think right now, I think, this starting job is Newsom, kind of from what I've heard from camp, you know, just because Greedy's not 100% yep. yet. So, you know, Newsom's getting more of the reps, you know, with the defense and stuff because there's things that Greedy's just limited and cannot be on the field to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, they. I think that's like six weeks off before training camp starts, mm-hmm. you know, with mini camp over. Um, hopefully Greedy gets a little bit more healthy and then, you know, we'll get to see a little bit more competition between the two of them yeah. to see who's going to get that. I think it's going to be a fight until the end of camp, you know, of who's going to get that nod and get that job. And it might be a thing where one guy gets it maybe to start the season and yeah. then it changes, you know, a couple of times throughout the year, unless the guy takes off and, you know, he's just far more superior. Um, but I, I mean, if I had to, pick i would probably i would put my chips on the newsom side just with the injury that greedy's coming back with and everything that they're saying about newsom that you know what he's done here over the summer is he's already picked up on like almost everything like he's excelling in the mini he excelled in mini camps he's uh there's he's already above the learning curve of the college to the nfl game i will say this i and then on josh you can jump in yeah i think that Going into the season, going into training camp, it's Greedy's job to lose. He's comfortable. He knows the system. Um, technically, he's a veteran kind of guy. Um, what happens? I mean, I do think Newsom will end up climbing above him, but I think it's his job to lose. Yeah. All right. So I'm I'm definitely on the opposite of that. Okay. I think I personally think it's Newsom's job to lose. Yeah. And I argue just a little bit about the uh, Greedy knowing the system because. He didn't even really play last year, and that was the first year it's in true. the system. This is yeah. true. You're in there, and though. they didn't get to. Yeah, yeah I know. I understand. You're yeah. in the building. You're in the meetings. Yep. So he's definitely got a leg up on that. But you know, we'll touch on the the mini camp. That's what we're going to do after the mailbag. We're going to dive into a mini camp recap. Mm-hmm. But just to touch on some stuff with Newsom, the reports out of camp were uh, competitive mentality, just yeah. a straight up dog out there. They yeah. said uh, they're very impressed with his uh, maturity. Yep. For being, I think he's still only 20. I don't think he's 21 yet, or maybe just 21. I can't remember. He's young. Either way. He's young. They said, so he's very mature in his mentality, but he has room to grow in maturity with his body, which means the dude can get in the weight room, put on some weight, build some strength. But And that's good. He's got that young body. That means injuries might not be as big of an issue as we've been sort of worried about with him. But with Mm -hmm. Greedy, I just... I don't know, man. I mean, you're looking at a second-round pick from a couple of years ago that's hardly been on the field versus our first-round pick from this year that, I mean, Barry Shuck from Dogs by Nature told us time and time again, the Browns are high on news. Really high, yeah. Yeah, and I think that, you know, training camp's going to be big. It, the thing that's really going to hurt whoever wins that job is – opening day they get the Kansas City Chiefs that they gotta <laughs> worry about going out there and play defense on. So, you know, I think that I think that, you know, throughout the season you're gonna see these guys on the field a lot. Mm-hmm. Um both, you know, either way. Um Joe Woods does like veteran kind of type players, so that favors greedy, you know. Mm-hmm. So um it'll it's definitely gonna be one of those battles that's gonna be interesting to see how it unfolds as camp goes along. 
I don't know if you guys saw too, Newsom picked off Baker on seven yes. and sevens in the red zone. So yeah. Oh, I didn't see it was Baker. Oh, yeah. it was Baker. Yeah, yeah it oh, was yeah. Baker. Oh, it was Baker. Nice. Defense got very excited. Yeah. Yep. I so. had that in the minicamp stuff too. Oh, I mean, there's, I can't wait to start talking about the recap and, and what so came exciting. out of camp because it's, I know it's early, but man, it's, come on. I know. When did we ever get excited as Browns fans these last couple of years? Just last year. <laughs> Just last year. Oh, come on. We were excited for the Freddie year before it yeah, started. we were. All right. Uh, last one here. So this is from Tyler on YouTube. And give me just a minute here to kind of break down this whole conversation before we get to like the takeaway. So okay. Tyler said, if Denzel Ward gets hurt again, he will not be re-signed. That's his take. Andrew Barry won't do it. It's not worth it to him. I love Denzel Ward. He's a Buckeye and a Brown, but we won't re-sign him if he gets it. keeps getting hurt. So then we had another listener, Tracy, on YouTube chimed in. She said, hate to lose a player of Ward's caliber because of injuries. Uh, if we get four games from Denzel, that's four games that the opposing offense cannot use that side of the field. I'll take it. But without question, there will be a direct correlation between the number of games Ward plays and the amount of money he will get on his next contract, regardless of who he signs with. Okay, wrapping all that up, my question was, what is the level of injured that would be that you think would be the deal breaker. So basically, how many games are you comfortable with Denzel missing? And at what point do you declare him not worth signing to a long-term big money contract? So I'm going to go ahead and say it's really not going to matter. Regardless of how many games he misses, he's getting re-signed. He's a lockdown corner, an outside cornerback. Um, like I don't, I agree with Tracy more than Tyler, but I kind of want to address like everybody says that Denzel Ward's always hurt. I kind of disagree with that. Yeah, throw some yeah, throw some of your stats I, out there yeah. that you looked up because I was I was surprised. We kind of talked about it, you know, when we were getting things set up here, and I was a little shocked, you know, because last week I was a guy, I was one that was saying, you know, he's always hurt and you know he's always missing games. So what do you got, Justin? So obviously, 2018 missed three games with concussion. Now. His rookie year, he was kind of reckless. I know he like he's a smaller guy. He's not a smaller guy, but he plays bigger. Right. He he tackles bigger than what he really is, and I think the Browns have addressed that. And you know, you see that. Um, so we missed three there. Um, in 2019, he I believe he missed is it three games with a hamstring injury or four games? Um, I. Th- think it was four okay so four games with a hamstring injury yeah. um yeah, which is four. unfortunate um you know that is what it is and then obviously last year we had three with a calf injury and then people kind of lump in he missed the game because of covid i don't even know if he was positive or he was just on the list if guys miss a game because of covid i don't count it yeah yeah that's I what mean, that's, that's what we said because it's, it's not an injury control. right so i mean it's kind of crazy to me i think I told Zach, we were talking before the show, I said, you look at Xavion Howard from Miami. He is a, a we'll say a top five quarterback, Yeah. yeah. Um, which I think Denzel, you could put him in the argument as a top five, top 10 yeah, guy. Yeah, top 10, I think for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's probably right. With the injury, if you take out that he, if he's playing every, all 16 games, then he's probably in that top five. Correct. Um, but Miami, they had no problem locking him down to a five-year, $76.5 million contract, $47 million guaranteed. All right, No so, problem. Didn't, didn't blink. Yeah, so I'm looking at the stats you just gave me. So that means the last three years, Denzel's been on the field for 13, 12, 13 games. That's, yep. I, I think, that's three, that's 75% or more, 80% of the season. Right. At least. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought that that was surprising, and I, I don't know why. You know, I was thinking maybe he missed more time. Maybe it's because his name's always like well, in the injury thing and I like think every single week. When he's not out there. So if last year he missed three games mm-hmm. or four, I guess, with COVID. Right. COVID yeah, right. Yeah. Man, but when he's not out there, it feels like he's missing eight because he's yeah. just that Important. impact of a player. Correct. Right. So I, I'm glad you brought those stats to the table. I didn't realize that. That makes me realize as a fan, I think we're over, you know, we're getting a little bit too worked critical. up about. Yeah. A little over critical yeah. of his injury uh, history because it, doesn't seem to be that that bad. Yeah, so I think that I think you got to I think the Browns are obviously going to try to re-sign him. Um I think that the more the limitation on if the Browns can re-sign him is going to be what kind of money do we have on the table when that time comes. I think that that's going to be the situation, you know, can we throw 70 something million at him 
because mm-hmm. you also got Chubb and Baker, Baker. and you got Wyatt the line, Teller. you know, you got, you got all these things that you're going to have to, you know, kind of like our keep trade cut, you're going to have that scenario of who gets the money because yeah. eventually the money runs out and then you're, and you got to see what you can afford. Um, now, obviously they can restructure deals with other people to try to open up some cap room or get rid of a few contracts and do all of that. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I think obviously the Browns want to keep Denzel. I'd want to keep Denzel. Um, unless, you know, for some reason he's missing eight or nine games the next two seasons or something like that. I don't, and I don't even think that'll matter. No? I think he could miss eight games this year. And you're signing him to 70 million? So last year, Howard played every game. I guess I didn't really hit on that. He played every game in 2020. The year before that, he missed. 11 games the year before that wow. four games 16 games in uh, 2017 2016 missed 10 games 76 million crazy yeah say and he's uh, that good and Denzel right. is that good and has missed less games so yeah so say he stays on track with what he's done so far his career misses three games this year that means that he plays 14 yeah uh I'll take a lockdown quarter for 14 games yeah out yeah of 17 are you kidding me yeah so like I I, yeah. I like the point that Tracy made of, you know, you're getting, if you got him for four games, would he be worth it? You know, obviously, yes, yeah. for the money, but obviously he wouldn't be getting top money if he was only, yeah. you know, getting for it. So, but I, I like the point that Tracy made, you know, and how she threw out you're getting, and when he is on the field, he really is that shut down corner yeah. who was, I don't know, I can't remember if he led the NFL last year in past deflections, but he was at least in the top five. I can't remember where he ended up at the end of the year. And he missed all that time, mm-hmm. and he was still up in the leaderboard, you know, when it came to stuff like that. So, well, and that might also, and, and I don't have any of the numbers in front of me, but <clears throat> excuse me, that might also speak to how many games the other guys in that top ten missed or whatever. Yes. You know what I mean? Because yep. if he's missing four games and he's still at the top, well, that means those other top guys might have missed two, three, four games as well. Right. So, right. I, I just, I, I'm kind of coming around on it with you, Justin. I, because I look at you know NFL. I really don't expect any player other than your quarterback, hopefully, to play all every single game, mm-hmm. every single snap, because injuries just happen so much. I mean, they've really made the quarterback position a low contact, as low contact as it can be of yeah. a position. So, but all these other positions, I mean, running backs, we talk about. Mm-hmm. I mean, the shelf life is crazy. I'm, I'm sorry, I I don't know about you guys. I don't think Nick Chubb plays all 17 games this year. I think that. I mean, you saw last year, right? no one thought he was going to miss. Yeah, he was pretty durable. But I could, that I point, could see but. him maybe missing a game. Or the coaches say, you know what, we're, gonna, we're just going to hold you out of a game. Yeah. That, I don't I, know. Yeah, I think that that's what the season could, you know, possibly, you could possibly see where they're going to limit. And, you know, the Browns are blessed that they have, you know, Kareem Hunt there too, that they could kind yeah. of do that. Maybe, you know, because it's kind of always been a, all right, we'll give Chubb 15 to 20 carries. We'll give Hunt, you know, 8 Penalty, to 12, yeah, you yeah. know, something like that. Maybe there's a couple games this year where it's switched, you know, and Kareem's getting the bulk of the carries, and then Chubb's, you know, getting a little bit lesser. It'll be interesting to see what the strategy is. I think you saw the blueprint for it, though, for like that two-headed monster oh, that yeah. they wanted to yeah. roll out. You saw it last year. Now, the other thing with money, I mean, we have $21 million rolling over into next year. And, I mean, I think a lot of people forget that we cut Sheldon Richardson. Basically, he was just a casualty of what we wanted to do for next year. Yep. Yeah. No, I agree. And then, you know, we kind of touched on him a little bit of he didn't want to come back. You know, we kind of, that yeah. was kind of in the news, in the Browns yep. news, that uh, I think Cleveland gave him maybe his best offer. They was did. He, uh, yeah, they gave he, him, they said, best best money offer. And he. I think that there was just, just a little, a little hurt too, feelings. Too much you know? salt in the wounds there. <laughs> I, yeah, and I kind of get it, you know, like – I'm guessing that they probably said, hey, do you want to restructure your deal? And he said, no, I want that $12 million. And they said, all right, well, hey, good luck. You know, we're straight cutting you. We're saving that money. And yeah, then go see what you want. Yeah. We love you as a player. We love yeah. what you did, you know, you did for the team. And, you know, yeah, he was probably just a little hurt by the fact of he felt like he was like one of the key spots. He was here, you know, kind of for like not really the rebuild, but to get a bunch of these younger guys mm-hmm. going. Now he, Kind becomes that cap casualty. hit, yeah. yeah, casualty that you had to get rid of, and then didn't want to come back. So I think it, Minnesota, right, is where he ended yep. up. Yep. Went somewhere familiar, you know. Yeah, for less money. 
I right. think three million. At least it wasn't. At least it wasn't in the division, right? right. right. He went to right. Pittsburgh yeah. or Baltimore or something like that. that's the last. Then that's you know. Then you know there was some serious. Uh, right. Oh. I mean, that seems to always be what happened. So it's nice yes. that it didn't this time. Mm. Right. All right. Well, that's our listener mailbag this week. Before we head over into our mini camp recap, let's talk about summer. Summer's here, boys. Are you guys ready to unveil your beach bods? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, so I'm heading to the beach next weekend, and uh, you guys know I'm going to be getting things nice and tidy before I leave. I got to pull the weeds, trim the shrubs, mow the grass, and no, I'm not talking about yard work. (laughs) I'm talking about Manscaped and the new fourth generation performance package, which includes the Lawnmower 4.0. Yep, that's right, the 4.0. Compliment your beer gut, dad bod, or your six pack, whatever you're rocking. Compliment those things with a trim from the leaders in male grooming. The sun is shining. Calling your name, fellas. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for a hot summer with 20% off plus free shipping by going over to manscaped.com, enter the code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S. Again, that's code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, for 20% off plus free shipping. Pretty good deal. So let's talk about the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. Inside the package, like I said, you're going to find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer. That's a must-have. Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, uh, heavily used in my household by me, Performance <laughs> Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to carry it all, which I will be using next week. I believe they call it the Shed. The yep. guys yep. are pretty yep. awesome with their marketing. Yep. Uh, Lawnmower 4.0, it's insane. Dare I say it's the goat of ball trimmers. Yes, I did say it. The fourth generation <laughs> trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced, advanced skin safe technology. Head has saved my life numerous times. I can't rave enough about the skin safe tech. Uh, it saved me many a nick. The lawnmower <laughs> 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on off switch with a travel lock, good for the travel, and it gives you the ability to turn on and off the 4,000K LED spotlight. So if you need to shave in the dark, Go right ahead. All right. <laughs> all right. And it's also waterproof, which is awesome. So in the shower or in the wild, from your chest pubes all the way down to your ball throw, the lawnmower 4.0 is the best trimmer for you. So again, 20% off plus free shipping by going to manscaped.com using code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S. Code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, 20% off free shipping at manscaped.com. Escape the shrubs and weeds this summer and shine with Manscaped. Well done. If they well, weren't sending us stuff, I would be on the website right now, yeah, Josh. Well I mean, done. I, you might have just taken Blake's job. <laughs> yeah, all that right. Ad, that all ad right. read was way better Excellent. than anything Blake's yeah. ever done. Well, you know, Manscaped, you know, they, they come up with a lot of the good talking points. And, I mean, chest pubes and ball throws is just, oh, gosh, it's so good. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's dive into mandatory mini camp takeaways. Our recap from the past week. Uh, a lot of reports out. Um, is there anything you guys want to dive in before we hit our list here? Or I think what's on there is the only thing that wasn't on this list that I saw was Baker said uh, Peoples Jones looks great. Ah, yeah, I, I did see. Looks, I saw it yeah, yesterday. Really, after really I... great. Which is man, another weapon, just another another guy that we expect to take take a step forward. Um, so it's good to hear that. That that was a really good one to hear. I mean, I think they were talking about like he showed up to minicamp just. In shape, yeah. They say, they say he just looks the part. Yep. Um, and we saw last year. We saw that he can look the part on the field. Yeah. Not just on the sideline. You know. You know. However, his workout has taken him. But the the way he was playing receiver last year as a sixth round rookie out of Michigan, and you know, as a Buckeye fan, I have no problem saying Michigan really blows at turning yeah, out suck. talent. They're garbage. Uh, they, they they take top end talent out of high school and just just I don't know ruin them. You know. They, yeah. Who's who's the last great skill player out of Michigan to come into the NFL and actually make an impact? <sighs> okay, the silence is deafening on that one. But, I mean, yeah. DPJ last year showed that, I mean, I don't know. I feel like if maybe he'd been in a different situation in college, he might have. He could have been a first or second round pick last year. Just You just don't, don't, don't know how this stuff would shake out. But Yeah, uh, and like we said back, you know, we said it multiple times. Urban Meyer yes. was big on this guy, yeah. you know? So, I mean... There was definitely, you know, eyes on him that saw like, hey, this guy could really be something if somebody, you know, just worked with him, showed him, you know, some of the different things that he could do in the NFL game. And it sounds like he's just taken all that knowledge that the coaching staff and the camps and that everybody's given him working with Jarvis and working with Odell and, 
you know, pick, he's picking up on that stuff and just running with it. And, you know, he could be something that's in, very important to the offense this year. The way the way he's kind of built and the way he he kind of showed some flashes last year really did it remind anybody else of Michael Gallup from the Cowboys? Yeah, big, you know, physical type wide receiver. I, yeah, some I speed in there. Yeah. yeah, I think you saw a glimpse too with the Tennessee game. Like I know he only had two catches, but he had that seventy-five yard, you know, where mm-hmm. he just burned everybody. Yes, yes. yes. Well, and we talked about uh, Nick Chubb in his rookie year uh, against the Raiders. He had what three carries in that game, but he yep. had. Two what? touchdowns. And how many? A hundred and... What, 30? 30. Like yeah, it was crazy. So, yeah. I mean, you see, when these guys kind of break out some of those performances as rookies, it's like, okay. Yeah, and the other could thing... be a building block. Yeah, the other thing I really like with DPJ is he's a good run blocker, you know, on the outside. You know, when we're swinging the ball with Hunt or Chubb on the outside, you know, he's a big physical guy that can block a cornerback where, mm-hmm. you know... Maybe uh, a rookie like a Schwartz isn't going to be as developed, you know, in that. And I think that that also probably, he felt maybe a little bit more pressure this year going in, you know, into camps um, with the drafting of Schwartz that he felt maybe, maybe Peoples Jones felt, hey, I got to really, I got to, you know, work my tail off this year because they just brought a guy in that's a burner that is really going to take playing time away from me. He's not going to affect, you know, Jarvis or Nodell's playing time, but mm-hmm. it's going to take routes away from me if I don't, you know, go out and show that, hey, I'm I'm the one that should be on the field. Yep. I guess to counter your point, Josh, too, you asked for some Michigan guys, right? Oh, you got it? Okay, you looked some up? I looked up one that I can't believe you left <laughs> off. It's your guy. My guy. Yeah. Tom Brady. No, oh. yeah. <laughs> we'll go I back. S- I said recently. Come right. on, not whenever <laughs> okay. I was still in diapers. So the other one, the other one too, would be Charles Woodson. I feel like yeah. is another I one. Mean, that's that's really, a, a, it, those are the two. There's. I mean, are we leaving out Braylon Edwards? I, I think. Yes. I think if we're going to go back, not quite as far to when I was crawling around the house. Yeah. Um, well, I'm yeah. old too, man. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Brady is. Oh my gosh. He wants to play to 50 or whatever. Yeah. Um, Braylon yeah. Edwards was. He was supposed to be our, you know, he was and, supposed and to the be thing a big is, thing. He was, I think, for for moments in time, what, a few seasons. I mean, he looked like he was going to be, and then it just kind of fell off. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I remember all the hype around him when we got him that he was going to be awesome, and he wasn't. <laughs> what was that uh, quarterback Michigan had? While back, Denard Robinson. Denard yeah, Robinson. Running back. He was yeah, a running was back a, for Jackson, Jackson for a yeah. while. Yeah. yeah, he he got a couple. You know, he had a couple good games there for a while until everybody found out yeah. like kind of what he was all about. And then, yep. And then you know, Shea Patterson was a huge name for a while. Like, oh, this guy could be an NFL quarterback, and that never happened. I mean, they just right. I don't know, man. I mean, now now you got Nico Collins going into Houston. I got. I guess I got one, and people hate this. Browns fans all hate this, but Devin Bush. I think Devin Bush has the opportunity to be very, very good when on the field. Yeah, for yeah. the Steelers, that's defense, though. We're talking yeah. offense. Okay. Well, I, I, yeah. I, I guess I don't think I said it, but I yeah. was talking offense. But you're okay. right. I mean, defensively, I mean, you know, we were big on Quiddy Pay. Yeah, this right. year. So, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think maybe defense they might be a little better for Michigan, but offense, I don't know. Yeah. Chad Henney. I guess just Chad Henney then. Well, he tore up the Browns. I'm looking through just like right now. That's tough. Of what they've, what, you know, some of the names yeah. of current Michigan players in, on NFL rosters. I have it, yeah. Well, don't. There's, I mean, there's not much. Yeah. Like you could maybe say, you know, with his time in Carolina and then he's been hurt and then I think he opted out of not playing. Uh, Devin Funches. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> You know, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, he's, I he's, 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 did you even know that he was with Green Bay? Yeah, I think that he signed last and then he opted out. He right? signed and then yeah. he opted out. He didn't play last yeah. year, so yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, I would leave that. One. That's that's, I w- I that's bring the that one, one that uh, as I'm looking through the list, I'm like uh, him, Devin Funches, right? Like maybe leave that one off, man. Yeah, I don't know. I'd leave that one off. So that tells you yeah. the quality. Well, all right. So all right. from DPJ, let's just keep it rolling into the yes. uh, receivers here. So we got some encouraging reports of OBJ. Out of camp, yeah. No, I mean, no brace. Just running. saying that. The, I mean, they're already saying that he looks like the guy that's going to have to be double teamed. Yep. And yeah. Uh, just a quick recap on the reports I, I put together here. Uh, Wednesday, Beckham was running full sprints and practicing his one-handed catches. At, you know, during the mini camp, 
Thursday he did sit out, but that was pre-planned. They kind of had that set aside as his day mm-hmm. not to be out there on the field. But Tuesday and Wednesday, Beckham was there. It's nice because you see all these things on social media where he's, you know, I kind of talked about it the last few weeks, like he's out just running full sprint. And you're like, ah, oh, you know, how much of that is, I mean, obviously it's hard to just make running full sprint look fake, but yeah. you know, you're like, you know, is it for real? Well, you get out there and you see him running drills and stuff like that. It's man, that's exciting. Well, and that's another thing. Like they, you know, I saw the video, of course, like I think most people did of him on the treadmill and stuff a yeah. few months ago. And yeah. it's like, okay, that's, that's, that's good. That's Didn't a look good hurt. sign. <laughs> he didn't look hurt. No. Right. There is a big difference between running fast in a straight line, Making, you know, on the sideline yep. or on a treadmill and then actually planting your feet and cutting yep. and, and doing those sorts of athletic moves. So to see him that he was out on the field catching passes from Baker, I mean, it's exciting, Sweet. man. It's very exciting. Anything else on Beckham? I mean, I'm I'm just I just don't ho- I hope we don't just push him too much and bring him back too soon, you know. And and that's just like yeah. my biggest thing. I I get you know if he's looking great and he feels great and everybody's saying you know that he's gonna, he's good to go right now. You could you know by what you're seeing. I just don't want to push him too far and then it it hurts us further down the line. I don't know because he's definitely. I don't think that. As much as I like, I I want him to get you know reps with Baker and you know the offense because we've been saying hey we need to see more of that we need to see that chemistry build. He's been around in the league long enough that he's not a guy that needs training camp. He's not a guy that you know that needs all that extra time and that wear on your body, especially coming back from an injury. So, um, just that that that's my one fear. I just don't want to push him too far. And then in training camp, it's like, oh, hey, he just had a setback. He's probably going to yeah. be out eight weeks. My, I I would be less worried about the team pushing him than him pushing himself. I, I agree with that. Because yeah. I think that, I, and I know that I've not been the biggest Odell fan on this show, but. Are you sure? <laughs> I think so. I think that's a fair assessment that's of yeah. myself. I don't yeah, know. Self-evaluation, yeah. right. but I, I'm not going to sit here and say he's not talented. And I know the dude's a competitor. I know he wants to win. I know that was his big beef. Biggest beef in New York was right. he just wanted to win games yep. and they weren't doing it over there. And I I could see him. He's got stuff to prove here in Cleveland because it just hasn't gone great for him so yep. far. Um, the public perception of him is well we know i mean you got to got that back and forth between fans like some think he's awesome some some think he's always hurt and a waste and all this stuff so he's got stuff to prove to us to himself i'm just afraid he might push himself too far too fast i think he's going to be okay and i think it's interesting because literally nine months ago he what tore acl mtl yeah nine months ago and everybody's like man you know he might miss six weeks he might do all these things. What about Adrian Peterson when he tore his ACL? Does anybody yeah. remember that? Yeah, he was okay, I think, when he returned. Pretty sure he ran for Mary Kay Cabot, everybody's favorite uh, Browns beat writer. Uh, right. Everybody loves her. Yes. Uh, she brought that up, and I was like, man, yeah, it's a great point, because he, all he did yeah. was come back and run for 2,000 yards. He was better than before, Yeah, you know, for that season. So, yeah, yeah it's, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting. I love the fact that he's already, you know, healthy and he's out there and you're hearing this type of stuff. Yes. I, I definitely don't want to hear of, Oh, well he's still limping when he's walking yeah. <laughs> and stuff yeah. like that. No kidding. So they probably got to go in and clean something back out in his knee. You know, something, yeah. th- something's not right. <laughs> we definitely don't want to hear anything like that. Best um, case scenario there. Yeah. I, I, I think, yes, I agree. We're sitting at, you know, best case scenario that you would have told us nine, 10 months ago. Hey, Odell will be, before, after just mini camp, he's going to yeah, be out there. It'll be June, and he's going to be running, you know, drill individual drills. And right. looks good. Yeah, and it is a good sign that it's it is June. It's mini camp. Nothing bad happened. He was yeah. able to get out there and do some stuff. Yep. Right. We've got what a month off now until we kind of get back. And yep. I think it's July twenty seventh. Okay. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. July twenty seventh. Training camp starts. That we got a month, a little over a month, like about five weeks, and. Hopefully they kind of ease him through training mm-hmm. camp. You know, I don't really even care if he's out there much in the preseason, whatever. There's yeah. some time between now and September, guys. That if he, if he really does get healthy, look out. Yeah, I feel like I do. They have like the same thing after like mini camps and like training camps. As long as we survive like the injury bug, it's yes. just like a collective breathe out. Like, oh, dude, and that's the one, one thing. Like, down, you know, I love. I can't wait for training camp. It's but there's that that love hate because every day feeling. I'm just like, yep. okay, I'm going to refresh this feed. Don't yeah. show me anything bad. Last year, literally, was you couldn't 
Oh, last year you could take a nap and you know <laughs> half your defense. Three more guys her. went yeah, down. Yeah, it was yeah. unbelievable. But uh, well, and that was on the defense. So let's transition over to defense. Our second point from yes. minicamp takeaway was a uh, word that the defense is gelling very nicely. Also very exciting. Very good report. Yeah, the team is uh, reportedly building cohesiveness and chemistry. Jadavian Clowney said this is a good team. They're having a good time. Everyone is flying around. Uh, and then, like I think we, you just mentioned on Thursday, Greg Newsom made a red zone interception off of Breaker in a seven-on-seven uh, drills, and the whole defense followed him to the sideline in celebration. Love it. Yeah, I Love think, it. I mean, everything you hear is the defense is just, it looks so different from last year. And, you know, it's... Well, thank God it's, for that. It's faster. <laughs> it's faster. You know, they're getting guys. You know, we drafted people that are going to play fast. We've signed people that are going to play fast. They're yeah. thinner, you know, and I think that literally our defense has kind of, Joe Woods finally gets to run, you know, his scheme with some more of his type of players. But our defense is designed to beat two teams. It's designed to yeah. beat Baltimore and to beat Kansas City. Yeah. Yep, and I mean, by beating those two, you're also designed to beat the Bills, which I think would be the third team you got to worry about. Yeah, so, so I mean, that's where, you know, our defense has gone, and it's been by design. You know, Andrew Barry's, you know, figured it out. We played Kansas City in the playoffs last year, and then you kind of saw what Tampa Bay had and what kind of gave them some problem, and it was speed guys, yeah. you know, <laughs> guys that can want get after the quarterback, Um that can, you know, spy the quarterback you know, like Lamar is going to do. you got to have people that are just quick. And in those games where we played those teams last year, you could tell the Browns were slow on defense. And they, I mean, and they couldn't tackle. And they couldn't cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now, we're getting to, now we're getting to the good, the, right. uh, the good points um, of it. Yeah. To be fair, they were also mostly practice squad guys. And mostly this hurt. Is true, which yeah. This is true. Um, so, yeah, you hear, you know, that was kind of the, the biggest thing takeaway i think from camp is just how well the defense is kind of evolving i think you hit that really nicely for me last year it was i was so excited heading into like training camp and mini camps and everything to see what's our offense look like, like right you know we got this revamp offensive line got you know austin hooper's out there we have all these guys yeah. and then more this year i know what i'm getting out of the offense um what's this defense gonna look like so it was very exciting just to hear that because it could have been like well hey i mean there's things that came out. We'll talk about it in a little bit with Andrew Billings and stuff that you're like, oh, okay. But <laughs> right. um, to hear that, just that, and everybody looks explosive. They're saying Jadavian Clowney looks great. Yeah. You know, everybody looks great. Yeah, and I kind of saw some stuff on Clowney that I liked to hear because yes. I really wasn't a big clown. I'm not going to lie. When he didn't want to come to Cleveland last year, I was like, ah, you know. Oh, yeah, we can him. go check the tape on that. Done with him. Yep. You know, I'm with you, bro. You know, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, yeah, I like the mentality, and maybe it took last year because he didn't play great. And I know, you know, Blake likes to say he's always double team, blah, blah, So, you know, <laughs> which, okay, yeah. I get Blake, but, defend yourself. No, uh, never mind. Right. Um, with Clowney, I like that he said that he's not coming out. He's not worried about like long term deals. He's not worried about, you know, that next contract. And he's just focused on this season. And, you know, what the team has to, what he has to offer to the team rather than thinking, okay, well, I got to get, you know, paid next year, you know, because we didn't, we only signed him for one year. Yeah. So I liked hearing that rather than, you know, I'm coming out and being like, oh yeah, you know, I'm looking, you know, to get a bigger contract, you know, sometimes from somebody like he's, he's focused on this season. Yeah. I think, and I think the group of players that they've got together I think that they know that there's an opportunity here to do something very, very special. Now, like, there's very, very good teams out there. Oh, yeah. Kansas City is a very good team. We talk about Baltimore, and we like to have fun and talk about how they suck and everything. That is is a good team. That is a – the AFC North is very, very competitive. So I think you hear when you talk to Browns fans that, you know, there is something that can be done here. We There is an opportunity to be very, very good, and I think it would be – disappointing if they didn't at least make the playoffs which is crazy to even think that yeah right all right so next topic here defensive tackle will be a key position to watch in training camp so report uh comes out says we have eight guys fighting for roster spots for defensive tackle and you know not all eight are going to make this team obviously so Mm -hmm. uh key notes here malik jackson he's probably good to go he's a 10-year vet they brought him in um 
I think we need that veteran presence on that D line, and yeah. they they you know he can go outside and play edge rusher if we need him to. Yeah, you know from time to time. Um, Andrew Billings opted out last season. Justin, you just mentioned this. Reports mm-hmm. are that he showed up to minicamp looking strong, but also out of shape. Yeah, and he kind of came out and addressed some of that stuff by saying, "Hey, you know, give me a month or so," and I think he said, "I'll be back to like." Dude, you had deadlifting, how many months? Deadlifting right. or squatting or something, 900 pounds. Correct, yeah. Or something. Just give me about a month. And mm-hmm. I mean, so I, I don't like that he came in, you know, out of shape, overweight, out of shape. Right. He look, you know, they're saying, yeah, he looks strong, but he's slower and mm-hmm. he's just, he's out of shape. And, we, you know, he's yeah. got, he's got some time to turn that around. Um, but we were expecting, I mean, I know Justin, I think you were one that starter. Yeah. Day one big, starter. Yeah. Big things yeah. from this guy. And last year I expected that. Yeah. You know, and that, and that was a very, it was a more competitive inside, you know, I mean, Richardson and Oban Joe, but right. I think we read the same article. I think it was Joe Woods and he said, you know, he's not really in great shape, but he has a month. He's in the building. That's what we have these mini camps for is to get right. guys back into, you know, playing conditioning. But yeah, I mean that's kind of disappointing for a guy that you expect was going to come in. I mean, right now you're seeing depth charts; it's Billings and Elliott as starters, right? Which is which is Josh's third point yeah. that you have on there. You know that Jordan Elliott, second year guy, trimmed ten pounds and showed up. You know he's thinner and faster. So Billings shows up out of shape, ready, yeah, and not oh, ready yeah. to go. And Elliott's there, and he's like, "Hey, defensive is evolving. They want to get you know." Smaller, faster. I'm, I'm buying in. I'm gonna show up, and I'm gonna be. I'm gonna look better than I was the year before. Correct. So, um, definitely gonna be interesting. I think Malik Jackson. You know, he's gonna obviously play a role because of the money that we spent to bring it. You know, to sign him, bring him in. Um, but yeah, Billings. You know, he's he's got some work to do here going into training camp. Yep. And then they also talked about. You know, that's only a few of the names. I mean, we still got to- Togi Eyes. How you say it? Yeah, Tommy. Tommy Togi Eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'm blanking. Who were the I, other names on that? Uh, uh, um, oh, uh, Marvin Wilson. That was the un, okay. undrafted free agent we signed to the biggest undrafted free agent contract. So they obviously wanted to bring him in. I think Tommy is going to be very good. I just do too. Not probably this year. I think he needs. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think he's going to be a guy that we're going to be. He'll be like in. a rotational maybe. Yeah, you I, know. Think I think you'll see some plays this year. We go, hey, there's Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. But. You're right. I think it's probably next year, year after where it'll be. He's more of a cog in that yep. that line. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. So a couple other position battles here. So um, we touched on this earlier with uh, Troy's voicemail. Newsom and Greedy are splitting first team reps at corner, which the fact that they're splitting first team reps goes to the fact, you know, Greedy's not 100% yet. Right. And I think Newsom's earning that, that first team rep at the same time. I completely agree. I, I guess we kind of already touched on it. But um, they they said that that I oh you have it in here okay that that those two spots are going to be very competitive and then I guess I'm going to your next thing too go, yeah JOK and Mac Wilson it's going to be they're splitting reps and that's going to be a very competitive splitting first team reps yeah it's going to be a very competitive battle which yeah I I I, which I expect J, I expect JOK to um yeah play Mac Wilson is that fair to say yes. yeah JOK you know everybody's raving about this guy I think it was Joe Woods came out and said. Feels like we have two first round guys. Yep. You know, that Which we have. I, I read that and I thought, that's so awesome. Man, yeah, we got yeah. this guy fifty two. I thought he was a first round too. We all did. Yeah. He, we, he thought he'd be gone, we thought he'd yeah. be gone before we ever got a chance yeah, to take him. Yeah. Every round. mock draft we did, he was gone by fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. So I like what I'm hearing, you know, about JOK and some of the stuff that we're, you know, what we're seeing in camp, what's being talked about him. Uh they said that he's already you know, he's a smart player, he's athletic, and they can he Joe Woods already knows that by the time the season comes around that he's comfortable lining him up against tight ends. That's that's, awesome. that's huge. I dude. mean, so that is well that is gonna be big a big piece that we were missing from our defense. Yeah, other reports I read J O K they said he displayed quick closing speed. Uh he's been running step by step with some of the fastest offensive weapons. I'm crazy. guessing that means Anthony Schwartz, because I think he's our fastest offensive I would, weapon. I so would say so, yeah. I, I mean I I'm looking for JOK to be our answer to Lamar Jackson. Whatever else he gives so. us this year I, is just icing so. on the cake. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm hoping there's eleven answers to uh, Lamar Jackson this year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I think we I think we might be there. Uh, we might be close. Yeah. Um, and I, we've talked, we've talked about it like, you know, in other episodes, we couldn't remember who was saying it though. Anthony Walker was the guy that said, Hey, Newsom is going to be very hard to throw on. Yeah. Like you're, you're not going to be able to target that receiver. Just right. take him off the field. He's going to be out of the game plan. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's so to say that from a veteran guy like that is just, yeah. And Anthony Walker, we kind of talked about him before the show, kind of like a side Segment here for him. Going to wear number four, Phil Dawson's yeah. old number in the yeah, middle, I, in the middle like of that. the defense. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and yeah, I know on. we were saying the the numbers thing. It's going this year. I'm going to get thrown off because yeah. it's a different. Like when I watch a college football game, it's tough because I'll see like a guy out there like a JOK who's wearing number six. I think he was, and mm-hmm. it's like is that a linebacker or a safety. I can't tell. I mean, you got defensive linemen yeah. wearing number zero. Right. I, it's so hard to. I mean, good for the defensive guys. I feel like they don't ever, like, those are premium numbers and stuff, and they don't get that kind of shine. I just am like, I don't know. I'm just so used to, like, linebackers. Like we said, yeah. linebackers, 54, you know. Yeah, Ray Lewis and maybe 92. Yeah. 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 I need yeah. those 50s. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You know. So, yeah, it'll be it'll be a little different this year. It will be, but, I mean, I I think after a year or two, it'll, you know, you just kind of get, get used, used to it. it. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it will be cool to see, I mean, the receivers out there and, you know, three yeah. Two, seven, whatever. Right, I mean, Julio, what Julio two. didn't he? Yeah, two, yeah. number two. Right? Yeah, yep. he said he didn't want eleven because of AJ. taking eleven. DJ Moore switched down to two as well. Yeah, hey, so Marquise be, Brown went to five. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, NFL is loving it because it's just more Jamar, merchandise. Jamar, yeah. 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 You know? Hey, that's old now. Right. Yeah. That's like a new that's like yeah. you know a different segment of LeBron switching to six. So everybody who had the Lakers oh. twenty three jerseys got to go buy yep. the Lakers six jersey. So yeah, yeah you don't have to. <laughs> yeah. They put out that that Cavs six, I'd buy it, but that's not it. Yeah, yeah no one wants that Lakers yeah. garbage. Yeah, right. Uh, coaches expect Greedy and Delpit to be full speed by training camp next month. Another. Do we think that's actually the case? Um. Mm. All right. Let I me just know. say, because I, I led that question, kind of having my answer already. I believe the, the Delpit side of it. I okay. think Grant Delpit will be ready by training camp. I think he's going to be. I think we're going to be pleasantly surprised with Grant Delpit this year. So greedy, I'm not sure. Okay, so kind of a hot take type of a thing, and you yeah, know, Blake's not here. But who's starting opposite of John Johnson, Ronnie Harrison, or Grant Delpit? Uh, well, in in mini camp, this is I didn't have this in here, but I did see that it was Ronnie Harrison uh, splitting reps with John Johnson. Okay. First team reps. Okay. So it, that'll be kind of another battle. You know, you got yep. the Newsome and Greedy battle. You got the Grant Delpit and Ronnie Harrison kind of battle there. You know, depend. obviously it depends on if they're healthy. Yep. You know, right. yep. I'm saying, you know, you get a healthy Greedy going in, you get a healthy Delpit going in. Can they, you know, overcome the injured last season, you know, to reclaim their spot that was supposed that would have been theirs. Yeah. So it would have started last year. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I, and I think we're going to wait and see what happens, but they all might be out there. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> if they're true. all, if <laughs> they're true, all out there at the same time. Oh my. Cause I said it during the draft, like things were happening and I was literally on vacation and I was just watching the picks coming in and I was just going like, just ideas are going through my head. Mm-hmm. You throw all these, what do you do? Right. Like, I know, I don't think that we're particularly strong at linebacker. So the idea, just having one or two linebackers out there, if you just put JOK and, you know. Walker. Walker or Phillips. Yeah. yeah. And then just let, hey, good luck throwing on us. Right. Good luck. Yeah, it's going to be interesting this year. Going to be a different defense, you know, schematically than we saw last year. And no matter what, it can't be worse. Yeah, it, it can't, can't well, be worse. Let's not right. say that because so, no, uh, statistically no, no, no. it could be worse. I think right. we were only like, what, 21st or 22nd? Or, yeah. I mean, we were bad. <laughs> we could be, you know, really, okay. really bad. Statistically, yes. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'd go a lot by the eyeball test. Oh, yeah. Dude, you're, it no, get you're, much worse. you're completely right. That was pathetic. All we year. needed, and we've joked about it, all we need is like a top 15 defense. Exa- yes. And I'm, I, I wouldn't be shocked at all if this is a, I don't want to say right off grip, a top five defense because there are some very but yeah inside top 10 yeah Yeah, buddy i mean we instantly went from we you know got better as soon as 
Sendehu's contract was up. We, we took yeah. a leap ahead. I, I can't wait for him to give me a Bud Light at the game. Just yeah. <laughs> hit me, brother. Hit me. Let me get a flat tire real quick. Yeah. <laughs> no more Sunday ho. All right. Uh, All right. And then, you know, last but not least, we've talked about offense. We've talked about defense. You also need special teams to win. Yeah. So special mm-hmm. teams coordinator Mike Prefer says that kick return and punt return positions are wide open. So what's yeah, that tell you guys? I, I think that tells me that they're still... Um, I think that tells me good things about Donovan Peoples-Jones mm-hmm. and his development because I feel like he he was that guy for us last year. He would mm-hmm. have been that, you know, so maybe they're going to use him more on the field with the offense so they don't want to use him in that type of a game. Um, we got JoJo Natson still, so, you yep. know, how how's he, how's he developing? You know, that's one guy... That got injured last year that we really haven't heard a whole lot about, right. you know, in the news. But you're not going to. He's not a big name guy. Um, I know that we got Ryan Switzer still yep. on the team. You know, yep. he was that guy for Pittsburgh for mm-hmm. a few years. So you got him that we brought in. Um, and then you got Schwartz. You know, can yeah. Schwartz play that position with or all that speed? With that speed, or is he, you know, too slim, too slender to be able, you know? We said that about JoJo that. though. We were like, man, he's That's really, yeah. really fast. And then he got tackled. Twice and yeah, that was, and that was it. it. Yeah, that well, was it. And I mean, there's there's two names that you didn't mention that this kind of tells me they're looking at Demetric Felton and okay, Dearness Johnson. Yep. And I don't yep. think both of them make the team. Yeah, yeah it's, man, it's going to be tough. I think that you got you're keeping one of them. Yeah. Oh yeah, you definitely keeping one of them. And then you're probably even though we signed JoJo back, it's probably almost like a battle between him and Switzer because I, yeah. I feel like you don't want both of them. Right. No, because right? I mean that's also your wide receiver room, and you can't keep right you know, yeah, seven you, or eight or nine receivers. So you got to kind of be strategic with. Yeah. So who I think can that both. I think that you know I like that he, you know him coming out there and saying that, and in training camp, that's a position that we need. Does you know. I mean, you got to have good return game. You don't want to start, you know, yeah. every possession inside the twenty. Yeah. So you, you know, you got to have guys that are going to, you know, push the field and push on special teams. And then I'm interested to see, obviously, punter wise, we got the Scottish yeah. uh, hammer. Jamie, yeah. We got Jamie there. Um, kicking wise, I know we have Parky, but we also signed. Can't remember his name, but we did bring another kicker in. So don't think that just because Parky had a decent year last year that he's got the job, you know, mm-hmm. wrapped up too. We've we've thought that before. We would have thought that Jamie Gillen was never going to be the starting punter when we got what uh, Colquitt. Colquitt. Yeah. Yep. You know, he was a so, Pro Bowl. He was so mm-hmm. good. Yeah. You know, and then it, but and but it worked out. We made the right decision because I think that you know yep. I think Jamie Gillen is mm-hmm. young and he's he's good as well. So yep. being that. That's another thing to watch. A lot of stuff going into training camp that are have like good question marks by it, not bad ones. Not like who are we going to start a linebacker yeah. because we don't have any type of a thing. I wonder how long this coach is going to last for us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is Haslam going to finally sell the team yeah. so we can get somebody that's good? It right. All, it's all coming together very Who's nicely. the quarterback? Who, yeah, yeah, there's another good one. Yes. It so, felt like we were never going to get away from those conversations, but we're going to have a lot of good stuff to talk about this summer. Yeah, you know, going up right up into training camp and then through training camp preseason, and then man, I mean, yep. stick with us, Browns fans, because and we're, you're welcome. we're doing this. This yeah, is going to be fun. you're welcome because last year was our first year doing this. Yep, and look yep. what the Browns did. So, mm-hmm. oh, it was 100 percent because of us. Yes. I mean, <laughs> we got to get some credit. Right? I saw my yeah. first win. Oh, yeah. I, I literally <laughs> had never seen him win. <laughs> Yeah, that's all you had to do was join a podcast. Yeah, just in yeah. all those years of I heartbreak, sat, yeah, I just watched all these Buffalo games where it was snowing, and just you know, CJ Spiller run for two hundred and fifty yards on us, and you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so is that about do it for a mini camp recap? Yeah, I think so. All right. Yeah. Well, we appreciate everybody, uh, you know, joining in, listening, watching us. Um, I'm going to be out for the next two weekends but we are going to try to get one more episode put together for you guys uh later next week so stay tuned for that um but if there's nothing else just want to say thanks for checking out another episode of the dogs let us know your thoughts as the browns close out the offseason activities um and as they prepare for the preseason that starts july 27th we will have chad from espn radio pensacola on the show as soon as we can as soon as all these vacation schedules wrap up and everybody's available and schedules can line up um we will get him on the show he's he's excited to come talk to us um remember to check out our new dog pack community at jointhedogs.com 
Um, if you're watching on YouTube, hope you guys all have a great week. And if you're a Dog Pack member, the new Dogs After Hours show starts in three, two, one. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter at the Dogs Podcast and become an official Dog Pack member and join the dogs.com. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.